am Kate Colucci, and I'm going to be reading another chapter from Greek Myths by Diane. Now, all right, War Among the Gods. The Greeks have a myth of what existed long before their gods. They thought there was only unbroken darkness and silence. Chaos, which was nothingness and confusion, ruled over the night. Night covered everything above ground and also ruled over Erebus, the underworld. There was nothing else in the whole universe. All was black, empty, silent, and endless. Then, from somewhere unknown, love flooded the universe. It brought light and day with it. The sky turned blue and light. It filled with stars in the night. Love brought wind, rain, thunder, and lightning. Then two strange, gigantic beings formed. They were known as Gaia, Mother Earth, and Aronos, Father Sky. These two created stranger and even more gigantic monsters. The first type had a monster had no name. Each one had 50 heads and 100 hands. They had the strength of an earthquake, the temper of a hurricane, and the breath of a volcano. These beasts roamed the world. They lifted mountains and scooped out seas. After a while, Arona sent them away to the underworld. He could not stand the sight of them. The second kind of monsters was the Cyclops. They each had one enormous eye in the middle of their foreheads. Aronis did not like the Cyclopses, but he allowed them to roam free as long as they kept out of his way. Then the third type of monster was created. They were called Titans. These creatures were very strong and smart. A creature named Cronus was the strongest and smartest Titan. Cronus had many sons and daughters with his wife, Rhea. Cronus was all-powerful, but there was one thing he was very afraid of. It had been said that one day one of his sons would overpower him. So every time a son was born to him, Cronus put the boy in prison. Rhea begged him not to do this. He didn't listen to her. When their sixth son was born, Rhea tricked Cronus. She did not tell him her husband that she had given birth. Then she sent her son named Zeus to live secretly on a nearby island. Zeus grew up and, and became a mighty god himself. One day he visited Gaia, his grandmother. She told him about his five brothers who were imprisoned by his father, Kronos. Zeus became very angry at his father. Gaia told Zeus where to find Kronos. Zeus went to him at once and demanded to Kronos free his brothers. At first, Cronus refused, but Gaia joined forces with Zeus. Then Cronus had no choice but to free Zeus's brothers. Not long after, Zeus gathered his brothers and sisters. We must rise up against Cronus and the other titans, Zeus told them. They are cruel. They don't understand how the, how the world should be, he added, but I do. How do we do it, asked one of his brothers. Cronus is all-powerful, added one of his sisters. Zeus needed some advice, so he went to Prometheus and Atlas, two of Kronos' titans' brothers. They also did not like the way Kronos ruled. How can I defeat Kronos? Zeus asked the two titans. Release the no-name, hundred-handed, fifty-headed monsters from the underworld, Prometheus said. They have the power of thunder, lightning, earthquake, and a volcano. Atlas, my brother, am I right? But Atlas said, I want no part of the war against Kronos. 
and he walked away. You will regret your choice one day, Zeus called after him. Do what I say and you will defeat Kronos, Prometheus told Zeus. So Zeus did just that. He released the unnamed, hundred-handed, fifty-headed beast from the underworld. Zeus, along with his brothers and sisters, and the monsters fought a long, dreadful war against the Titans. The sea crashed against the shores. The earth trembled. The mountains shook. Thunder rumbled. Lightning struck fiercely. The air was filled with fire. The world was whipped into a terrible frenzy. Zeus took the power of thunder and lightning for himself. He used it without mercy against Cronus and the other Titans. Zeus was victorious. Cronus and the other Titans were cast into the underworld. They would, there they would live forever in chains. Zeus came up with a special punishment for Atlas. For refusing to help, Atlas was sent to the king of the gods to place the world where night, and, where night met day. He was forced to hold up the world on his shoulders forever. As a reward for Prometheus' help, Zeus gave him and his brother Epitemus a special honor. They were to create humans and animals on the earth. The brothers also were to decide what each creature's special gifts would be. Zeus, his brothers, and his sisters became the, the only ruler gods of the world. They chose the most perfect place on earth to live, Mount Olympus. It was the highest point on the earth, and it was the closest to heaven. It never rained, and no cold winds blew there. The sun always shone down on the gods when they were on Mount Olympus. Zeus and the gods led delightful lives. Apollo, god of the sun, played beautiful songs on his harp. The muses sang for them. The graces danced for them. The gods ate ambrosia and drank nectar. The godless food and drink. They never knew pain or grief. The gods were known as immortal Olympians and they ruled over the entire world. That's all for this episode. If you don't know about the Muses and Graces, we talked about them in the introduction. But, so, you should rule the world a good way. Like, if you don't, you should rule the world a good way. Because if you can rule the world, if anyone ever can, because it's probably not true. But, you should reward people who are kind to you, like Zeus did, and punish people who didn't, were not kind to you. So just remember that to be kind to others. And next week we'll be learning about Demeter and Persephone. Bye.